0: I haven't seen a grown man fight at a comedy club, or just in general, in quite some time. What if COVID was released from the bat in China to get everyone addicted to TikTok? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? It's your old pal Joe here, just checking in with you on a motherfucking Wednesday. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, I hope you're doing well, my friend. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's okay. But get your shit together, all right? We don't have to go through this time and time again. So just get your shit together. Okay? Sounds like a good idea. It's almost Thanksgiving. What are you going to be thankful for? Having your shit together. All right? All right. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Magic Mind, ladies and gentlemen, magicmind.com, promo code Joe, save yourself some money and try a wonderful product. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms, that's a great way to do that. You can join the Patreon, all right? Shows coming up. Not much of anything, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be in Frankenmuth, Michigan, the 30th and the 31st of December, all right? Other than that, that's all I got going on coming up for the end of the year. But if you want info on that, go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming shows and dates, all right? How have you been, my friend? How has your week been? Sorry, the podcast is a little bit late, all right? My bad. Once again, traveling this weekend. Got stuff going on, all right? Busy as can be, okay? George Carlin once said, busy as a dyke in a hardware store. And that's a, that's a pretty busy person. I think we can all agree on that. And again, not I quoted that so I can't get in trouble for saying nothing. That was a quote. It didn't come from my heart. It came from somebody else's, and I was just reiterating it. What have you been up to, my friend? Listen, I was in Bridgeport, Connecticut this weekend doing some shows. Uh, I don't know if you guys know anything about Bridgeport, but it's not the nicest of places from what everybody says and what happens there last time we were there it was last October somebody got stabbed and killed after the first show nobody that was at the show there's a little park where homeless people would gather right across (laughs) right across the street from the club and somebody got shanked out there right so and when I think Connecticut I think I don't know. I think the, the rich and the famous, I think the Robin Leeches of the world, the Vince McMahon's, you know, I figured they were all in Connecticut, but apparently some people are in fact garbage. So last time we were there, someone got stabbed. Bridgeport has a terrible reputation. And uh, the shows the shows were fine. They were fun. You know, if people were getting stabbed right across from the club, how how do you think the spirit or the morale? of that city is probably not that great. They might be they might be a little bit tougher to make laugh than people who don't have that type of thing going on, you know. People who can get gourmet hot dogs and you know, artesian potato chips. They don't have to worry about, it. you know, they're easier to make laugh cuz they're already feeling good most of the time. They got nothing to worry about. No one's getting stabbed. Places where people are getting stabbed, the laughs are better, but sometimes it takes a little bit more work to get them them going, you know, because those people, when they're laughing, they're really laughing. Sometimes people who just got it good for themselves are laughing just for the sake of they they don't feel anything else but joy in their empty heads because life's good, you know. And God bless them. I'm not knocking them. God bless them. But the point is the people in Bridgeport, you know, they're a little bit more tough-nosed i suppose but the shows were fine friday was friday was a good time it was fun good show you know we got them laughing it took a, it took some work sometimes it takes some work people sometimes you got to get them on your side not everybody's on your side when you go and do stand up it's strange people go there just to be against you <laughs> ain't that life some people have the attitude of I'm not here I'm you have to make me laugh. That's some that's some people's attitude towards it, you know. Some people are like I'm coming to a show to laugh. Some people are like I'm coming here and you better make me laugh. Some people got that type of attitude, you know. But anyway, Bridgeport Friday goes fine. Saturday night, I believe it was the early show. So the first show of the night, 7.30, right? We got 100 people in there. It's a pretty big room, but 100 people was a nice, decent crowd. And uh, they only have two people, two servers on staff. There's no security at this place. Um, You know, it's... Yeah, it's not the... It's, listen, great place to tell some jokes, but not, uh, not the not the most well-run establishment that I've ever been to. I'll say that. And I love it. I love it. I'll go back anytime I'm in Bridgeport, I'll go back to uh, the stress factory in town. But I'm just saying, it's not, it's, you get it, two people on staff are 100 people. That means if you've ever waited tables or been a bartender, that's 50, that's 50 people apiece, all at once, too. It's not like for most people who wait tables, if you have waited tables, you already know this. If you've never waited tables, there's like you get the lunch rush and the dinner rush and you might have like six tables to a section, right? And, uh, but other than that, it's like people come in and people go in and it's like, you know, these people finish up eating. So then you have time to kind of get them their check, clean off their table. And then your other four or five tables are running, but you have like time, like they come and leave and go in different times. So it's kind of staggered, but at a comedy club, it's just kind of like doors open and everybody just shows up at the same fucking time, you know, and they all want food and drinks and this and that. So you're trying to keep up with and most people come in couples, you might get some some groups of four, but let's say twenty five tables apiece all of a sudden, seven o'clock rolls rolls around, and you have twenty five tables apiece. That's fucking insane, but that's how some comedy clubs work. but the staff was running a little bit behind with drinks, not to everybody but to some people, and you know everybody was fine with it. But there was one table in particular who was not fine with it. They were already fucking drunk as shit when they showed up at 7.30. So they've been lightly yapping during my whole set. And then they get their drinks. And then they're making a fucking scene about the, they're like, oh, we've been here forever. Finally got our drink, blah, blah, blah. And they're getting louder and louder. And I'm in the middle of a joke. And, you know opening for Aaron just trying to keep the show moving cuz usually I would address that in a in a particular way. I would I would I would ruin the show. I would make the focus completely on those people if I was just doing my own thing. Because they were being obnoxious and ruining the show for everybody, right? So I would bring the entire room down to address this fucking problem. But it's Aaron's show, so I'm just trying to keep it going whatever. And uh I made a some kind of comment about if people were if people knew where the fuck I was in my joke or if we were too busy paying attention to the people talking, you know, said something kind of slick, and then the guy, there's a couple next to them, he leans over to the guy who's talking and says, Hey, why don't you shut the fuck up? And it's like, Oh yeah, that's exactly what I would have said, but I can't in this situation, you know. So Tension is building, right? There's some tension rising in the room uh, because these and then the guy, the people were talking, right? He gets told, shut the fuck up. And his lady starts chiming in and she's like, you we're not being loud. You're the only one saying anything. And I was like, well, I was the first one who actually said something, you know, so I'm trying to fucking calm everybody down. They calm down real quick. That was towards the end of, my, end of my set anyway. So I finished my set. It's whatever, right? And uh, there were so many people downstairs. I was taping the show. I had to put my camera in the balcony. So I get up to the balcony, turn the camera off, get back downstairs, get into the green room, and then I hear a ruckus. And it's like, damn it, I shouldn't have turned that camera off. That's the world we live in now, people. That was this is the world. I wasn't worried if somebody was hurt. My first initial thought was, damn could have got a video out of this one if I would have just let my camera run for an extra two minutes. What a fucking terrible voyeuristic culture we live in. That was my first thought. But then it's like, okay, let me get out into the showroom and see what's going on. And uh, those two fellows from the tables, the real drunk ones, and the guy who said shut the fuck up, they're now uh, they're kind of fighting. It's kind of a fist fight, but not really. I missed most of it, so everything from this from here on out is going to be hearsay. It's like I guess they might have started talking to each other again, and the guy who said shut the fuck up, I guess, pushed the dude. I think he might have started the physical confrontation, maybe. I don't know. I missed all that, but uh – ruckus is going on they don't have security they got two staff members they're in the back trying to run food you know so then the host of the show who was also working the door he all of a sudden becomes security also for the club oh it was fantastic he was a big old boy matt fucking maddie 400 pound maddie maddie the fatty (laughs) <laughs> he took a good, he he took that bouncing role very serious and uh, he kind of got in between them. I guess there was a glass broken and uh, I guess I don't think anybody necessarily got punched or maybe the dude, the real drunk dude might've got punched. He got pushed down. He lost overall. He lost the fight and him and his lady got kicked out. So, And after they, after those people were gone, the show was completely fine. Imagine that. Imagine the two people who were causing a problem uh, once they left, the show was went off without a hitch, you know? Went off without a hitch. And that's where, in the beginning, I would have taken the room down to their level and been like, what's going on here? Are we going to be a problem the whole fucking show? You know? But nobody died. And then the people, they got kicked out, and uh, I don't know, they were talking all sorts of shit. And then, you know, and then the people they fucking, the people who initiate, the people who were the conscience of the room, they came back. I think I already said that. <laughs> but that was the early show, and then the second show was great, and that was it. We just had to deal with the fucking... Just a grown, you know, a grown man who was going to be a problem. The only way he probably could have been handled was, uh, you know, maybe if security was there, they could have done something like that. But the only way that it was going to be handled appropriately was somebody in the audience saying enough's enough, and I'm going to push you over and maybe hit you, and then you're going to get kicked out. So we all win anyway. Oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was funny because Weber's on stage and he's just, he doesn't know what the fuck to do <laughs> Poor old fucking Weber hanging up there. Don't know what to do. He goes, he's just, just sitting there go, uh, uh, is there any, is there any staff available? Is there any staff available? <laughs> the two servers are fucking, you know, they're, they're smaller ladies. They ain't going to do shit so think <clears throat> thank God Matt was there to fucking wrangle everybody or oh I gotta fucking stop it cause the video's fucking up technical difficulties we're back ladies and gentlemen but uh I haven't seen I haven't seen a grown man fight at a comedy club or just in general in quite some time so what a fucking time old bridgeport huh what a fucking time there's only been. I saw a a guy try to throw a chair at uh, Chad Ryden. He was a comic who used to live here in Nashville, but he's out out in the desert somewhere now. But he kind of had it coming. Chad was on stage, and there was a drunk guy, and there was like maybe six people at this show. It was over at a place called Fat Bites in Donaldson, Tennessee. If you're ever in Tennessee, swing by fucking Fat Bites. The food, fucking phenomenal. But we're doing this show. There's like six fucking people in the audience. And there's one dude who's real drunk and he's causing issues. And Chad's just fucking egging him on the whole time. And uh, God, I forget what Chad said that set him off. But this poor fucking drunk bastard, you know, his feelings are all hurt for some reason. And uh, he gets to the door. He's leaving. He's getting to the door to leave. And then Chad says something and the dude just fucking beelines it towards Chad at the stage grabs a chair along the way and uh, a couple uh, a couple comics stopped him but i didn't i thought chad might have had it coming that day to be honest i was like oh if this guy's going to throw a chair at chad he's chad i think chad might have been saying too much especially as the guy was leaving he could have he could have not egged him on at that last second and everything would have been fine but fuck That chair didn't go flying. So, damn, would have been a fun one. The only other time I've seen anybody get real mad was, uh, I think it was like my buddy's aunt or his mom's friend or something like that. They came to a show, and I I used to have a joke about, uh, oh, I can't fucking even remember the joke. Something about Chick-fil-A and... I can't remember testing hair for drugs, and something about I can't remember, but she had twisted whatever I said to make to make her feel like I was making fun of somebody with cancer, because I guess she was going through chemotherapy and had short hair, so she thought somehow she thought I was making fun of uh, people with cancer, and it wasn't at all, but uh, she was she was trying to get down. There's a green room at Zaney's in Nashville. And there's like a little corridor to get to the green room. And she was trying to make her way down there. And uh, I was willing to have a conversation with her. But everyone made me go outside. And I don't, I don't know why I listened to people. I think I could have diffused the situation. And go listen here you goofy bitch. I'm sorry you got cancer. But fucking that joke had nothing to do with having cancer. You should listen. You should listen to others more instead of being so self-centered. Maybe the fact that you have cancer is God's way of punishing you for only caring about yourself your entire life and not being able to hear the opinion or viewpoint of others. You goofy broad. That's what I would have said. So maybe they, uh, you know, maybe they did what's best for the club and me and her and everybody's well-being by making me go outside, but I would like to have a conversation with her. Just let her know how I feel. Let her go. Listen, you can't fucking, you can't be judging people for their jokes, you fucking goofball lady. What are you doing here drinking alcohol and fried food anyway? Isn't your immune system and nervous system weak enough? Shouldn't you be at home eating vegetables and taking care of yourself and resting instead of spending the little energy you have getting mad at something I said, which wasn't even what you thought I said? These people are insane. These people are insane out here who are getting mad about jokes because they don't listen that well. But no one's ever tried to uh, really fight me, <laughs> except that one lady, or she just wanted to let her opinion be heard. But uh, And that's been it as far as the audience is fighting, too. Oh, there was there was a time when people thought somebody was fighting, but people were just hammered drunk. And there's a place in Jackson, Tennessee, and they have a balcony, like an open... I guess It's just a balcony. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> Do we all fucking understand the concept of, like, upstairs? Because that's what a balcony is, in case you all didn't know. It's upstairs, and usually there's seating. But they have a, a balcony with a rail up there, and people would put their beers on it. And there were a couple it was like a group of three guys or something like that. And they were getting a little bit rowdy to the point they were buddies. It's, but it sounded like there was like tension, like they were getting mad at each other. It sounded like they were getting heated up in the balcony. So, uh, all of a sudden I forget who was on stage. I might've been on stage. A fucking beer bottle just comes falling down from the balcony and just smashes on this dude's table. And, uh, Dude, without missing a beat, at least two fucking good old boys from goddamn Jackson, Tennessee with their fucking Dale Earnhardt hats, you know, and fucking washed out jeans and the work boots on high tailed it up those fucking steps. And we're like fucking Johnny Law on top of it. But it turns out there was no fighting. There was just uh, some really hammered dudes. You know, I wish there was more a little bit more fun little people getting more upset I'm happy there's not, I suppose. Uh, maybe I should just be happy that no one's really gotten into a, a true physical altercation at uh, at any of the comedy shows I've been at. I'm going to take credit for that. I'm going to say I'm the one fucking keeping the peace together, and that's why nobody nobody's fucking getting into fisticuffs when old Joe's around, not because of anything I do, but just because of how I am. My spirit brings peace and harmony over the fucking uh, audience's. Unless you got cancer. And then I fucking I guess you're real mad at me all the time. <laughs> but that was the weekend, people. Good old Bridgeport. Lots of fun. Fucking you know. That was it. That was that was the gist of it. That was pretty much the end all be all of the whole weekend. That was really the highlight. Did some shows. That was, you know. No one got stabbed, but a couple people got into a fight. And it was, you know, fucking good times all around. You know, good people in Bridgeport. Give it a try. Top 10 destinations in America, in Bridgeport, Connecticut, according to, according to me. It's probably number seven, I'd say. It used to be, shit, last time when somebody got stabbed, dude, it used to be like 13, something like that. But now no one got stabbed and there was a fun fight and uh you know so up to 7 in my opinion let's take a break how about we check in with our sponsors and we'll be right back with more joe kelly psychedelic experience all right thanks for being here everybody woo wee this episode of the podcast is brought to you by magic mind are you tired of your mind being controlled by the 5g network do yourself a favor and get yourself magic mind all right Now, these aren't case studies. These statements aren't even supported necessarily by Magic Mind. But my own private studies that I've been doing with Magic Mind people, the amount of 5G frequency that enters my brain and controls my actions is far less, far, far less almost non-existent when I drink magic mind in the morning, it clears my brain. It puts me in a good mood. And it also, uh, it seems again, none of this is a case study. None of this has been verified by any other source than myself. It also seems to, uh, put a, put a dome over your mind that pre- prevents the 5g from controlling you and making you a slave to the new world order. So, If that sounds good to you, go to magicmind.com and use the promo code Joe and save yourself some coin off this wonderful product that not only makes your mornings better, but also once again, my own personal studies will prevent 5G network from getting into your brain. So magicmind.com promo code J-O-E and let's get back to the podcast, shall we? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that brief message from our wonderful sponsors here at Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Here's something I was thinking about, people. You know how uh, TikTok is terrible and, and ruining everything about life. You guys know that? You know how bad it is for your brains and everything. And we love it and we love it. But here, this is something. I, I, this is my own little theory. That I've, I've come up with on my own. All right? So stick with me on this one, people. What if? What if? COVID was released from the bat in China to get everyone addicted to TikTok? What if that's possible? Because here's the thing. I knew what TikTok was before... The pandemic, before everything locked down, right? Before everything went to hell in a handbag, before we all panicked and just stayed locked inside. I I knew what TikTok was, but I was never on it, you know? And then all of a sudden the pandemic hits, and then TikTok, everyone gets on it, I get on it, and everyone's mindlessly scrolling. Remember the first two months when everyone was up until like 5 a.m. just watching TikTok? You know, it was the beginning of this of this uh, mind control programming that China released on the world. Think about it, people. Who the fuck was on TikTok before before the pandemic? Just idiots dancing. That was it. That was all that was on TikTok. And now it's everything. And now it's podcast clips and people just working away and people you know people rating food. People love to tell you about the things they fucking eat and let you know how good they think they are or how bad and how much they don't care for the fucking thing they just ate. And they also like to go, who's got a better chicken sandwich, Wendy's or Burger King? As if every fucking Wendy's and Burger King is the same everywhere in the goddamn country. You're going to get a better fucking product in the goddamn suburbs than you are in the fucking, you know, the inner cities. Let's be real. And I'm not talking about the people here. I know how you could see, I know how you could see that, but I'm talking about fast food chicken sandwiches, all right? In the country too, out in the in-between places. These people got nothing better to do. They got nothing going on. So they put a lot of effort into their chicken sandwiches. But where people have shit going on and TikToks to watch and stuff to do. They don't give a shit about making a chicken sandwich. But you can watch these assholes on TikTok and everything now. Here's the other thing. Because I don't even remember the short videos being a thing up until TikTok took over during the pandemic. So I think this is all. You get. You follow me, people, how China's brainwashed everybody using TikTok? Because here's the thing. Here's the other thing. And I I think I remember correctly because Instagram Reels didn't come out until August 5th of 2020. So it was after they were trying to keep up with TikTok at that point. Uh, Facebook Reels didn't start until September 2021. Everyone thought it was going to be a fad, that people weren't going to be watching these short videos. And now everybody is. And now everybody is all the time. And nobody knows where they are. Nobody knows where they're going because they're too busy being controlled by these uh, Chinese apps, you know? Is that possible? Do y'all think that is fucking possible that this whole, the whole thing, the whole pandemic was just a scam to get people on TikTok and to fucking brainwash us and to make time go by so quick even though we never get anything done because we're watching people go to fucking... Buffalo Wild Wings and going, oh, these wings aren't that great. And it's like, well, fucking, of course not. It's Buffalo Wild Wings. What do you, who's going there? Buffalo Wild Wings hasn't been good since 2007. No one's as good as when they first start showing up a lot of places. And I don't know if Buffalo Wild Wings has been around before that, but that's when I remember starting to see them. But everything's great in the beginning. And then it all gets fucking watered down and becomes about profit. And then you're getting shitty fucking goddamn chicken wings. And then you're talking about it on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and everything. Because now everything's a short form video. But now they're like, oh, you can do long short form videos. You know, they condensed it. They go, okay, now you got 15 seconds and then you get 30 seconds. And now we go, oh, we're back to 10 minutes again. Why don't you start with the 10 minutes to begin with? Why'd you condense everything? And now you're fucking, I just feel like they're fucking with us, people. I think the whole thing was a big scam to get people on TikTok and get them addicted to these short form videos. All right. You heard it here first, people. Okay. That's when I, I feel like I haven't heard anybody. I was just fucking minding my own business and it came to me. And I'm here to spread the truth to you fine people. And I'm sure this episode is not, I don't know, demonetized, something bad. I've said too many things. I've said too many things, and I don't even know what I'm talking about. And it's because of TikTok. I don't even have it on my phone, but I still think about it. It's still in my head. I don't even need to be on TikTok, because now TikTok is everything. Now everywhere is TikTok. We live in a TikTok culture. And no one's dancing anymore. I see no dances. You know. I see car crashes and the algorithm. You know, once you watch one car crash, that's all they're gonna show. You they're gonna just then they're gonna make you feel like you're a crazy person because all you do is watch car crashes and high schoolers fist fighting each other. But you'd only watched it one time and now that's all you fucking get to watch. You know what I mean, people. And fucking people with down syndrome cooking mashed potatoes. You'll watch one video and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this guy doesn't want to watch anything. But people with down syndrome cooking foods that are relatively easy to cook. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't. It was just one time. I was just experimenting. I was like, oh. Oh. Maybe they're going to make, maybe it's like, you know, maybe it's the like Gordon Ramsay of people with Down syndrome. He's going to show you how to make scrambled eggs that are going to take nine minutes, but they'll be the best eggs you've ever had. But it wasn't. And he's just melting a candy bar in his pocket. <laughs> Which melted candy bar is better, a Snickers or a Butterfinger? The Butterfinger holds together a little bit better when it's melted because it's got that peanut butter filling. <laughs> anyway, get off TikTok and quit supporting the Chinese government. Oh, the other thing about China. This was fun. This was all over the news. Did you see where, I guess, uh, uh, the Chinese president, I think he's a president, whatever you want to call him, he was in uh, San Francisco for something, and they fucking they took all the homeless people and got rid of them we the fucking Chinese president guy, you know, the president of China. Excuse me. He uh, yeah, they cleaned it up, made it look nice for him. And then Gavin Newsom, I guess he's the governor of California, right? He comes out and he's like, well, of course we cleaned it up for them. You always clean up your house for guests. And but that's just, you know. If that's not a view of, of or a, a point to go, there's like an us them sort of thing where the citizens of San Francisco aren't respected enough by the leaders that they'll just leave, they'll just let people keep shitting all over the sidewalk. But as soon as, you know, the president of China, who has released TikTok on the world, you know, and has brainwashed everybody, as soon as he shows up, they're like, oh, we're going to, well, at least hose down the shit and put up some fences, you know? It's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting just how out in the open they are about not giving a shit about anybody. And then we just keep voting for him anyway and go, ah, he's but he's a handsome devil and he's got a he's got a slick tongue, so it's you know. But he's like, No, we don't give a shit about you. We don't give a shit about the house. Not when there's not a guest here, no. Absolutely not. You guys can live in shit and like you're on an episode of hoarders, but once the fucking, you know. The goddamn czar from Iceland shows up. It's like we gotta fucking we gotta clean this place up a little bit. They don't give a shit about you. and Don't let them make you think they do. They were probably cutting. I bet Gavin Newsom has some stock in TikTok. I bet you. I bet you at least suckle in the teat of China somehow, as they all are. And there's nothing wrong. You know, I don't know enough about China other than the fact that they the. They released COVID on the world to get everybody hooked on TikTok. That's a fact. You can take that to the bank. So, how about that? How about that, people? Let's get you the animal animal video clip of the week and get you on your fucking way, people, all right? Hopefully you have a little bit of fun today. This one, it's an older clip, but it resurfaced recently into my life anyway, and uh, it's something that I've been kind of thinking about lately anyway, is just, uh, again, I guess it kind of comes back to TikTok and the whole, you know, the phone obsessed world that we live in is like uh, just the lack of awareness that people have when they're on their phones or not even on your phone. Just when even when you have like earbuds in, if you're listening to music and you're walking through the world, you know, everyone's got fucking noise canceling headphones so you can hear nothing. Around you, you know, people are so ripe for the pickings right now and it's everyone's, you know, we should be living in terror because we live in complete ignorance where it's like we're all in our own world. We're not paying attention to our surroundings at all. And, uh, you know, it's not good. I've been I've been just I'll still keep an earbud in if I'm wandering around a little bit, but I've been putting just one in, you know, so I'm still somewhat alert. But realistically, wandering around in the world, you should, uh, we got it too easy to where we don't even have to pay attention to nothing. But anyway, this it's a lady and she's on a snowboard and she's got like her big Beats fucking noise-canceling headphones on and she's just singing a song riding down this fucking slope and she's got the little selfie stick or whatever and all of a sudden the fucking bear shows up behind her and a bear is like chasing this broad and she's too busy singing Nelly Furtado or whatever it is to even notice that she might uh, she might die and get eaten by a bear. But that's one of those situations where it's like, are you better off not knowing there's a bear behind you? Because the bear didn't catch her. And it's like, ignorance is bliss, you know? I think that was might have been the title of the video. But uh, where... If you notice the bear and you freak out, maybe you fucking fall down or, or you do something. You do something you shouldn't do because you panic and freak out. But not knowing the bear is there, you just carry on as business as usual and you don't get eaten by the bear. How often does having headphones in save you from a bear? That's one. Out of 10 times, how often does that happen? How often does the bear, because you're not paying attention, does the bear get you in the end? Who knows? Who knows? Be alert, people. Be aware or be completely ignorant. One or the two. Don't be halfway in between. Maybe I should (laughs) like me with my one fucking earbud in. (laughs) Uh, I should listen to my own advice from time to time. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun, all right? Uh, Once again, thank you to Magic Mind for being a wonderful sponsor of the podcast. MagicMind.com, promo code Joe. Save yourself a few bucks. Patreon.com slash utilize shrooms is a great way to support the podcast and also be in Frankenmuth, Michigan. The 30th and 31st of goddamn December, all right? Happy holidays, everybody. I know we're not quite there yet, but in case I don't get to you before then, happy fucking holidays, but I think I'll check in with you before then. Anyway, do me a favor before you get out of here, all right? Take care of yourself, take care of somebody else, and I'll catch you around real fucking soon, all right? Later, my friend.